and welcome back to Formula Breakdown. It's Ross and Caleb back for the final three races, and we're heading to round 21, the Sao Paulo Grand Prix, Brazil, which last year was a huge highlight, but not as much of a highlight for us here in Texas last night. Caleb, walk me through what we had going on last night. The Texas Rangers won the World Series, finally. I think it's been like the 60s. We've never won one. We've came close once, kind of had our hearts ripped out in 2011 when we just had literally one more strike and we would have won. Then then we had to wait over 10 years to make it back and we beat Arizona Diamondbacks. So great little series. I know you didn't watch it because you thought you had cursed it because the games you did watch, we got beat. I watched two games across two different series. So I was like, cool, I'm the, I'm the problem. And then they came back and won the next three games in a row that I didn't watch live. That was the issue. Me watching messed them up. So I was happy to be the reason that they got their mojo back after, gosh, the franchise is like 40 or 50 years old, I think. Explain this in racing terms. This would be like a team being in F1 for 40 or 50 years and never winning a championship. Yeah, so they've been around since 72. Okay, 50 years. I hate it when you correct my math. Like, I don't know when things were, were established. They were established in 1961, so whatever that is, 60 60 years. Yeah, so a long time. I don't even know how to compare that, because the first F1 race no, was like... really, because... The first F1 race was in the 50s, like 50-something, 50 yeah. and that's like basically having a team that is as old as F1 is. Yeah, that'd be like Ferrari having never won a championship and then winning this year for the first time ever. Yeah. That's how long that's yeah, been. Pretty, so insane. Pretty much. I wish my grandpa was here for this. Yep. Huge Rangers fan. Lost him several years ago, but man, it's hard not to think about that. Yeah, I think everybody shares that story. Pretty much all my coworkers were all I like, oh, I wish my grandpa was here. So, Oh man, that's how long it's been for us. Yep, it's been anyway. So long. Craziness with baseball here in Texas. I know that doesn't doesn't reach around the world, but what did is the amount of F one news that popped up this week. Holy shit, Caleb! F one Twitter had like a brain aneurysm in the span of like three hours. Oh my god, it was like goddamn repressed memory therapy hit and six months worth of shit just dropped in a span of like six hours as like Lawrence Stroll like selling all of his shares to Aston Martin and is Fernando Alonso going to Red Bull or is he retiring Sergio Perez retiring and is Daniel Ricciardo taking his place and Carlos Sainz is leaving Ferrari and and I think Piastri committed murder somewhere in between that so I don't that's that's something I saw I, I saw <laughs> that tweet. I saw that this girl was like talking about someone named Oscar Piastri and is like, oh, never mind. This is not the same Oscar Piastri. Like, how do you make that mistake? Yeah, I don't know. So craziness. I don't think any of it really holds any water. There might be maybe Lawrence Stroll sold some of his shares, but I don't even think that. I think all the Fernando stuff is false. Who knows with Sergio, but. I don't know. Red like, Bull's not interested. We, we were talking about this earlier this week. Red Bull's not interested in a veteran like that. No. Like, they prefer to hire young and develop their own way. Yeah. And I don't think Lawrence would sell. Like, he's not in F1 because Lance Stroll is in F1. Lance Stroll is in F1 because his dad is in F1. So I think a lot of people get those things twisted, but 
I think Lawrence Stroll is very much invested, and yeah, he's got to figure out a way to kick his kid out of the team somehow so they can get some more points. Maybe. I mean, Lawrence Stroll is literally worth like $5 billion, so he's an unemotional dude. I think we've seen some of that in his press conferences and their presentations with Aston Martin behind the scenes, so I could see him being very pragmatic, like, hey, we had a good season, let me sell some of my shares before, you know, we fall back down the order and become kind of irrelevant again. That's the only one I say, like, maybe there's some fire to that smoke, but the rest of this is just noise. I mean, Carlos Sainz will probably eventually leave Ferrari, but I don't think that's anything that's happening anytime soon. But man, what a fun day on Twitter. I just like kept just refreshing on my lunch break the other day. I'm like, this is insane. Everybody's like, it's like, it's like that scene from Mean Girls where they're all running around the hall and it's chaos and the kid's like, mom, come pick me up. Yeah, it was chaos. And I think Fernando summed it up really great today. He was like the actual F1 media that sits in the press room. I think those guys are pretty good and ask the good questions. But then there's the outside reporters that sometimes can blow things out of proportion. I don't think we do, but I think there are definitely some out there that try and blow things out of proportion just to get a few likes and retweets. I don't think you and I are breaking any news. We're more outside observers. And yeah, I, I view myself and I'll get shit for this, but I kind of view myself as like a reviewer. I look at F1 as an entertainment property and a sporting property. So I would review it just like I'd talk about, man, that baseball game was entertaining. Man, that basketball game was intense good viewing experience and that's kind of how i look at it yeah it's fun to talk about the news stuff but i those geeks who like oh we need some clicks this could be true post it get some clickbait like i think that's annoying all right caleb um are you ready to get in some predictions yep let's get into those a lot to get through let's and move it we're still in that confusing schedule where the regular qualifying session is friday night who do you see taking qualifying around here I know it's kind of hard to judge because last year's Sao Paulo race was insane. It was probably my favorite race that I've ever watched live, to be honest. The whole weekend was a blast. And Kevin Magnuson ended up getting pole position there. Who do you think gets pole position this year? Yeah, so it's supposed to be maybe rainy on a Friday. We're supposed to get some weather in Brazil. So that could call for another interesting qualifying like we had last year with Kevin Magnuson getting pole and Max being like, I don't know, four tenths off of that. And then the rest of the field being, I think, like seconds off of that because they just didn't get their quick lap in. So for the race poll, I'm just going to do something weird. And I think think Lewis might get the pole position this year. Mercedes was good last year. And Lewis has been showing a ton of speed. And they love this Brazil track. Lewis loves Brazil. And I think he's coming into this race with a lot of good feelings and confidence in that car. And so I think he puts it on pole. Nice. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Mercedes have historically looked good here, even last year with Russell really turning in some great performances and the track being cooler. I think this track kind of caught Red Bull by surprise last year. And I don't necessarily think that same thing's going to happen this year. So I have our familiar Red Bull winner Verstappen on pole position this year. And how the turntables. I know, man. Wow. I'll be honest. Even if you held a gun to my head and said, pick someone besides Verstappen, I don't think I'd pick Lewis. Because for my sprint shootout, I couldn't decide between Leclerc and Lando Norris probably taking pole position on Saturday, maybe just eking it out by a hundredth or a tenth of a second or something like that, like we've kind of seen here or there. Yeah, for my sprint race, I have Max getting pole position for that. So, you know, we're on the same page, but I just wanted to make reversed it something a little bit more interesting. Reversed it. Yep. You know, for the sprint race, it's probably going to be whoever lands on pole. 
So I just picked Lando because I really want to see Lando win a race. And I think you do too. And if, you know, there's there's a bucket list of things I'd like to see before the end of the season in the few short weeks we have left. I'd like to see Lando get to a win, even if it's a sprint race win. And that's kind of where I'm sitting at right now. Yeah. So I kind of picked the same thing with my sprint race pole sitter being Max. He's also going to win the race. We just don't see a lot of passes. We really don't see a lot of craziness in these sprint races. Guys are trying to take care of their car. They only get one practice session, and then they pretty much have to use that setup for the rest of the weekend. So I think the guys are going to try and take care of their cars, and I think the finishing order is really going to match up with the qualifying from Saturday. You know, we say that, but like last year's sprint classification, if you look at where everybody started versus where they finished, it was completely jumbled up. There was tons of moves, you know, so. Well, you had the break of Kevin Magnuson in the front of that field, so that thing (laughs) fell pretty fast. Yep. But a lot of things change, like freaking Mick Schumacher and Haas went from 20th to 12th. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this race completely caught me off guard last year. It was on my birthday. It was George Russell's first win. Kevin Magnuson's first pole position. It was the coolest weekend ever. And I couldn't have asked for a better race weekend to celebrate turning 30. And I have high hopes for it this year. And I'm predicting a different race winner this weekend. I'm actually going to predict. Charles Leclerc wins. Now, I know you're like, Ferrari, really? But those guys were looking really good in Mexico. They really maximized their practice time and got the car dialed in. And I think they parlay that into a race win here in Brazil. Well, they won't have that much practice this weekend. So I think most sprint races, they or sprint weekends, they really haven't done amazing. I don't have those stats in my head, but I know they haven't. Charles Charles Leclerc's won a sprint race this year. Azerbaijan. Well. That was earlier in the season. They still suck. Well, that's great insight. I don't have that's any. great insight, Caleb. Thank you for that. That's great. Fuck. Well, they suck. Have- what do you? Th- I think I've said that more than once this year. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get much insight out of me and Ferrari. I just Leclerc is the only non Red Bull winner this season besides Piastri, who also won a sprint. Race. Nothing. I really caught you with well, Carlos. Signs I really caught you with your pants down. Race. That's true. Signs did well, win. That's right. We have. Either I'm having mega deja vu or we have said these exact same things. I don't think so. On another podcast, I know we have. No. Because I've. We just argue a lot. Okay. And always think the other person's maybe, wrong. We, me, you, me, maybe you, mega deja vu. Me and you are, are big bad about thinking like, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, I'm right. No, I'm right. Because I'm right. Let's go look back at the record. We have a lot of this stuff recorded now. Do you remember when you thought there was a world war after the year 1950? Okay, you know. Play that clip. You remember? <laughs> do you remember whenever I predicted Fernando Alonso correctly at the first of the year? Yeah. And I also oh, predicted. Man. Good stuff. Predicted something. I predicted something last weekend. Forgot what it was. And I also predicted, we did talk about this, but Sargent coming back to Williams. I told you. I didn't care if you're right about that or not. I just didn't want it to be true, period. No offense to Sergeant. He's our fellow countryman, but I think he belongs on like the next Jackass movie, not not crashing more Williams. Anyway, we're all over the place with our predictions, but something I do think is going to be true is this is going to be an exciting race weekend. This is a fun track. I love this track. Would you like my race predictions before we get Not really. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I, sure. I could tell you were leading into the ending and you were just going to skip. You don't know right what I was it. doing. Yeah, you are. Quit looking at my so notes. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not. I'm actually on my page. So for my race podium, I have Lewis and Max crashing into turn one because they love to hit each other in that corner for whatever reason. 
they really loved to race hard at this race, even whenever it was coming down to it. And at Max's uh, first championship, they were going at it in Brazil. So I think Lewis and Max crash in turn one, and Lando goes on to battle Sergio for the win. You know, it sounds crazy, and I'm sure if someone's listening to this, they're like, man, those predictions are nuts. Red Bull hasn't won here in four years. Max has only won here the one time, and it was 2019. And before that, I think the last Red Bull victory is like 2013 or something. So they've only won here once in 10 years. So it's not always like a Red Bull track. Max has put down some mega laps here in qualifying sessions, but they've never had the best time on race pace here. So for us to say someone besides Max winning, it's not insane. I think there's some validity there, and I think it's a good prediction. There you go, Caleb. We had a little argument, and then I complimented you, so everything's back to normal. I hope to God I predicted this perfectly, and it happens just like that, and it will just be even more proof that I'm always right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Caleb, thank you for your time. Thank you guys for listening to us. Hey, if you like what you heard here and you want to hear more, you could listen to us anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to see more content like this, you can follow us on YouTube at Formula Breakdown. We'll see you guys next time.